Robin Leach. Yes. Uh, today? Yes, yeah, I, I saw that. Yeah, he he, he died either uh, either as as we're recording this today or last night. Yeah, that's uh, that's amazing. Uh, you and I, I think uh, I have met him through mm-hmm. our our, our uh, experience with the Venetian. Uh, did you ever meet him? No, I never actually met him. I remember there was kind of a scandal about what happened at Delmonico's. I think yes. Um, yes. with, I don't know, somebody taking their clothes off or something like that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I remember that. I, mean, I thought it was his guest yeah. that, that, uh, disrobed. Yes. And, uh, and he was, he was a drinker. Yes. You know, and a partier and, and he was everything that he put out there. You know, I, it, I, I can't really say it was even a persona. That was him. I mean, yeah. I, I met him twice. Uh, um, and he was big guy. I mean, he was big guy. Fat, fat, yeah. yeah. And in the huge. end, in the yeah. end, the last time I saw him, he was he was large. Yeah. Yeah. Rotund. Yeah. Um, but he was exactly what he put on the television. I mean, it was uh, you know the 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 overdone British accent. He was yeah. British, of course, yeah. but yeah. Uh, it was, but he overdid it, it. Yeah. I mean, he was always on. And he was always Robin Leach, but you know that was his bread and butter. Yeah. Um. And uh, but yeah, he he imbibed. I mean, he was quite a drinker, tw- very much an eater. Yeah. And he became um, he became like um. Uh, there, God, there's a in in Arizona. There's this uh, uh, uh journalist. His name is E.J. Montini. And he he covers everything that is Arizona food and entertainment and everything else. He kind of became that for Vegas. He was the unofficial sort of reviewer of everything that it was right. Vegas, uh, you know. And, and people invited him to all the new restaurants. And and, and last time I saw him was uh, uh, or, or saw of him was uh, uh, Mario Batali mm. uh, at Carnavino and mm. uh, now closed. But um, yeah, he and his word for a while was kind of. Law. I yeah. mean, if he gave you the nod that you were okay in Vegas for a while, um, you know, a lot of people found him to be just silly. But um, he really did have quite a reputation, you know. And this was this was way after the uh, Lifestyles, the Rich and Famous show. Yeah. Um, I mean, he moved. He plopped down here and became a, a sort of an icon. Um, but uh, passed away. That's amazing. Did yeah, they say yeah, how old he was? Seventy six. Seventy six. Yeah, and he had apparently he had a stroke last November. Okay. They've been in the hospital since then, so I really yeah. would probably the size of the hospital bill. Maybe that's what finally did him in. Oh yes, yes. you know, and eating. I mean, for a guy who indulged in all the five star, you know, restaurants and everything, to be eating hospital that, you know, slop for yeah. Even even <laughs> if even if you have a high grade one, it's right. gonna be slop. Right. You know? Yeah, and you know he um, uh, he he by no means was a vegetarian. No, 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 he enjoyed no. everything. But uh, and you know, it's interesting, Jeremy. There was a report came out yeah. uh, yesterday. It was a health study, and it showed that now they're saying that no amount of drinking. Usually, they used to say people that drank had one to two drinks, and which is defined by like three point four ounces of of wine um, a day, uh, lived longer. Now they're saying yeah. that they attribute alcohol to, you know, the. Ten percent of deaths between, particularly with men, mm-hmm. um, between the ages of fifteen, I think it is, and and forty eight. Which hey, we're, neither one of us are in that in that bracket. So. Right. So now they were saying that you know no amount of alcohol is considered safe. But safe. So I thought, me. well, wait a minute. And there was somebody else that, that criticized that. Again, you you have to sometimes look beyond the numbers. Huh. Is that there's a social aspect to drinking, and if you keep it in check and you make sure you don't do it, you overindulge in it. That the the social aspect of it and having a good time mm-hmm. 
is in itself very healthful. I would say so, yes, yeah. uh, without question. And and uh, uh, I was just speaking to someone uh, on this subject, and the wine industry has taken some hits of late. I mean, it was it was kind of you know part of the canons of of drinking that you know a glass of red wine every night or every other night was was good for you. Now, yeah. as you said, they have determined that there is no alcohol that is good for you in any amount. Yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, and people, the article uh, and the the person that was speaking of, we were speaking of an article that said wine is going to be safe because the millennials still think it's cool so as far as the marketing and sales of it we're fine um but no i i I, you know i never thought of it that way i you're absolutely right um uh the the laughing and and the stress relief yeah and just this the the socialization that comes along with it regardless of any effects of the alcohol itself i think is is a very healthful thing yeah um i'm not part of that culture i don't drink at all but uh, but you will go to parties where people are drinking like that and you just have something that's non-alcoholic exactly yeah i have no problem with that i, I don't mm. mind being that guy i've been the designated driver my whole life um uh, now i mean i i have a standing rule it sounds kind of harsh goes for you too john mm. uh, uh, that that i'll offer to take you home one time i'll take you across the country if you want but one you got one time uh, you know that's it you know I'm, and i bail you know i'm not gonna hang around for a bunch of drunks yeah. uh but no i i think that alcohol has its place uh, you know we've we've talked you know ad infinitum about uh, the whole marijuana thing um I, i'm thrilled to see that it's finally showing you know some some uh uh, profits for and our the taxation is being given to our educational system. I don't have kids, but great, uh, it's yeah. uh, they they've kept their word. Um, I, I just cannot put marijuana and alcohol in the same category. Uh, but uh, um, uh, I, I would have to admit that there is a sociability of marijuana as well that could be considered healthy. Um, I just, you know, alcohol being a depressant is very strange, you know, uh, and, and, uh, and most, most alcohol is also a diuretic, you know, so it seems like a very unhealthy situation, yeah. but ultimately if we, the, the American public, the global community, if we had any moderation, I think alcohol, marijuana, and all these other things, uh, vices that we seem to be, you know, approving would be good. Uh, it just, we, we don't. We don't have any moderation. Yeah, you know, another thing that I think is, is, is wrong in American culture is our approach to food. Now, it, the American diet is shitty as, as it is, mm. but this whole idea of, of somehow eat as fast as you can or eat as much as you can in a short period of time. That's why they have those contests. Mm. And it's always a, <laughs> along two parameters, right? How much and in a certain amount of time. Because yes. you just can't sit there all night and eat it. You only have 35 minutes to eat this six-pound hamburger. Mm-hmm. You know, so so, th- so there's that. If you watch French movies, I like to watch, you know, foreign movies very often just to see if they, I mean, if they're realistic, how they depict everyday life. How do people normally live? And almost every French movie I've ever seen, there's a dinner scene. And people will sit there and they'll go through the bottle of wine or two. And the dinner is stretched out over several hours. There's conversation. So, you know, I'm not saying we don't do that here, but, but we, don't, we only do it on special occasions. Mm-hmm. Technically, Thanksgiving, Christmas, that sort of thing. That's when people sit down, they have a long dinner, whatever, and conversation. Mm-hmm. But everything seems to be now, we were talking last week uh, about, what was it, at the Cosmo, the new dining experience where yes. it's, it's grab, 
grab your tray and sit down so you can get the hell out of there in a hurry. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I absolutely agree. I, I think um, that it, having traveled Italy, for example, yeah. um, I think it, it, it boils down to something that is probably that it's not quantifiable. Uh, is that our eating experience, now there's going to be a lot of detractors on this statement, but that's okay. I think the the Western diet, the American dining experience, has ha, there is no longer any specialness to it. There's no camaraderie. There's no... There's no community to it. Uh, it's it's eating for eating's sake. It's eating quickly and getting it done. And for those foodies, the the very rare foodie that that is enjoying it, it it they're they're really not. They're not they're not slowing down to eat it. Um, you know, and our fast food industry, of course, is a is a is a monument to this problem. You know, they make the chairs uncomfortable. They make it a little bit, you know, cooler yeah. because you're mm-hmm. not comfortable. They make the music not so comfortable. You know, they want you to eat that hamburger and get the hell get out. Get the hell out, so there's yeah. somebody else in there. Exactly. Uh, so I, I think we've lost the specialness to the dining experience, and and which is exactly. Uh, what we're talking about today. Uh, I got some gr- uh, great questions, and they're actually questions from me um, uh, regarding w- what is missing about Las Vegas, what is missing from it, within it. Um, and uh, 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 so it's perfect. You know, great, great segue. John. There it is. <laughs> there it is. Had it all planned. That's right. Well, a big hello to um, uh, our, uh, our sponsor this uh, month, Mrs. Events or MRS Events. Uh, you can reach them at uh, mrs-events.com uh, for all of your event needs, for all of your model and talent needs, uh, for anything as far as party planning and event planning in Las Vegas and the southwestern area. Um, this is events, mrs-events.com. Uh, but, uh, John, the big opening question, uh, and again, a perfect segue uh, what do you miss about the Vegas that we knew? Now, everybody loves to, and I say it too, I have never experienced the 1950s Vegas like yeah. my parents did. Yeah. Uh, and where, where you, you didn't get on a plane without being dressed up. You didn't get off the plane without, you know, looking good. And you didn't come to Vegas without, you know, looking really good, you know. And, and you could go into a lounge and see the Rat Pack for free. Don Rickles for free. Yeah. You know, I'm not talking about that. We haven't experienced that. Not really. You might have gotten a little closer than I have. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, I, I did get to see Don Rickles uh, at a oh, dinner yeah. show, no less. Yeah. Uh, years ago, but not here in Las Vegas. I was actually in Reno. Okay. But never was, I, I, I did get to experience that. I, I was here in the 80s, um, you know, uh, once or twice, and then not again until the late 90s. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, to me, the, the strip really lost something when Steve Wynn shut down the, 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 uh, desert inn. That was kind of the last of the old style Vegas hotels. It wasn't so, it was, it was very elegant and quiet mm-hmm. on the inside when you went in there yeah. from the outside. I mean, again, compared to what was going up around it, mm-hmm. where you had Treasure Island and you had the Venetian was just opening, uh, where everything had this big theme the Desert Inn was just the Desert Inn. It, it was stylish. It was simplistic. Uh, there, there was no camp to yeah. it, um, uh, you know. And there certainly they're, they they didn't kowtow to trends. You know, I don't think trendy was a thing. No, and, and yeah, when then. you went in there, you hardly any saw anybody there was under sixty. 
<laughs> <That's> <laughs> right. Well, the, the the people that had the money. Yeah, you know, exactly. The, the, it was tough to come here. Yeah, you know, and it, and and but even before then, it was actually very difficult to travel here. You know, flights were brand new. It was the desert. You know, people yeah. didn't know how to do. You know, old Bugsy, he he rolled the dice on this one. Um, but um, so, what do you miss about the Vegas we knew about? Oh, let's you know, call it fifteen years ago. You know, yeah. as we arrived and and began our our tenure at the Venetian, and met each other, um, we 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 were, I think, still enjoying the town for what it was. What do you miss about it? Yeah, because the town was in transition, and I think what happened now over over the course of the time since we worked together was the full transitioning into the corporate ownership where everything the parking is you get charged for everything Mm -hmm. there used to be still when we were there although it was dying out there were still bargains to be had more or less there were a few things that they gave away um that you could come here and say wow this is when you come to las vegas you have to have a buffet you know yeah i mean it's part of the experience it's cheap at that time, it was fairly cheap. I think the, the one at the Rio was the most expensive one, the seafood buffet. And it was and in it was, the 20s. It was in the 20s. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So now you're paying twice that. And it's not any better, really. No. It might be bigger, but 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 no. I can't imagine even being better. I waited an hour for that for that buffet. And the no. little free shows that they had, yeah. um, things like that. So you, you came to Las Vegas, these are the things that you did. Yeah. You know, and I think that that's, that's kind of... I, I, you I know, I, I have a... I'll try to keep it short-winded. I have a long-winded yeah. answer to this one, but um, you know, I think there's the there's what's missing and has been ad- it's missing and has been added. It's sort of a, a, a you know a, a dichotomy for me. Is you know I'm a fan of the Disney resorts. I, I love amusement parks. Um, uh, I'll be going this year, yeah. uh, and I'll be going again. I'm sure. But unfortunately, what what has happened to Disney? happened many many years ago and it's unavoidable for disney but i i thought it was avoidable for vegas is that you sort of for disney you get there and it's trudge 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 wait in line go on something that's okay trudge 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 and vegas didn't used to be like that vegas there was this sort of titular excitement when you first got here for adults you know i I never speak of kids for this town yeah um, and, and there, there was always something new that you could see or feel. And when you got here, the, the lights and the, and the sights and the sounds and the smells, they, they invited you not, not to partake of vice. They invited you to, you know, sort of, Involve yourself in the wonder that is Vegas. Like, how in the world has this little town survived? Uh, but it survived well, and it's still surviving based on what it's doing. But um, you're absolutely right. The, the the there are some things that should not have gone that that did, and that have come in that 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 aren't aren't great. Which sort of brings me to the second question. We'll, we'll sort of combine these. What do you think has has sort of this is a terrible word to use, but infected Vegas that, that, that has contributed to its sort of tarnishment, but, but where you could pinpoint and say, Oh, I really wish that would not have come here. But, but Vegas, you know, welcomed it because that was the way she survived. What do you think that is? Yeah, I think, I think that is a good choice of words infected. Cause I was thinking it's almost like 
somebody who, you know, they get on the scale and they realize, you know, over the last year I gained, I gained a couple of pounds. Uh, that's not a good trend, but a couple of pounds isn't a big deal. Mm. But then you, if you continue that trend and you're gaining two, three pounds every year, after 10 years, it's going to be a problem, right? right? You're gonna, you've gained 30, 40 pounds, and now all of a sudden you have all kinds of problems. You're a tub. You're a tub. And I kind of <laughs> think it was the same thing that we were seeing there. As as things became, as, as Vegas evolved or changed, mm-hmm. you know, when, when we started to see, even with the Venetian, wow, they have really nice rooms. That was not traditional Las Vegas. The same thing, of course... The whole aspect of let's appeal to the families and the kids. And, you know, there's still kind of a residue of that in the sense just of, yeah, it was a bad idea. Um, but it just seemed to have spawned other bad ideas. Now, do you think now that brings up an excellent point, but it brings up something that I was going to ask you as well. Do you think that back when, as you spoke of Steve Wynn, Adelson, uh, Krikorian at the time, uh, started to bring in that corporate atmosphere. And do you think when you, we started hearing about the nice rooms with the air quotes, <laughs> uh, that was the, the beginning of the downfall of gambling? Do you- yeah, because it, 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 that was one of the, the things I saw it and one of the things we had to deal with. This struggle because, and again, I really can't even blame the guests for this, even though they shit in our ear all the time about it. They made the room really nice. You know, we had the split level. It was an all-suite hotel. If you called it a room, they slapped you on the wrist. Yes, you know? I remember. Yeah, so um, so they made it inviting to stay in the room. But besides that, they didn't offer you anything. Right. Right? Oh, they turn on television. Which channel is HBO? We don't have it. What do right. you mean you don't have it? Yeah, you want to watch HBO, go to Mattel 6. Because they have it. But we don't. Because right. the idea is there's still that vibe of they want you out of your room spending money right but nevertheless you just made the room really nice and expensive by comparison i mean sure compared to other cities back then i remember our uh, st- room rate was like 129 a night or something like that yeah 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 uh, you could get it for 79 but 129 was about but hey for las vegas that was kind of expensive because mm-hmm. i had stayed just a few years before then stardust 35 bucks yeah and it was a basic room but there were no cockroaches in it or anything. Hey, believe me, I've stayed in a lot worse. Yeah. You know, so. What do you think, see if you can rack your brain here in, in all these years that we've been here. Uh, all We've seen new things come in. We've seen uh, Vegas welcomes fads as they come and kicks yeah. them out. Here's the problem, I think, is that we're, we're not kicking them out anymore. It seems no. like we're not saying, okay, uh, families didn't work. Pass. And if one thing works and everybody's got to follow suit, just like yeah. just like the dominoes that are lined up and fall over. Mm-hmm. And a good example that I think is Cirque du Soleil. It's a great show. Then everybody got rid of the Vegas shows. Everybody thinks of, of Showgirls, Las Vegas, and topless shows like the Follies Berger, Jubilee, where they had the you know the 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 early show, the seven thirty show was covered. The, the ten thirty show was topless. Yeah, it was. They had kitsy shows. I mean, I you know the, kind of kind of cheesy. Some of them. Yeah. Uh, but but they, but that was Las Vegas. That spoke of Las Vegas. Yeah. And all of a sudden, those are all gone, and everybody's got a dan- a, a different flavor of Cirque du Soleil. Another another fucking acrobat show. Yeah. Right? And they're all the same. Come on, let's face. It. I mean, they all. I mean, they all have their own uh, individual characteristics. But when they tried to make it, again, with the art museums, mm-hmm. let's go with it. No, 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 no. You don't understand this. This is not, you know, Las Vegas is 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 kind of the mecca of the slob culture in that regard. The high-end stuff. Same thing, Ricky Jay at one time said that he wouldn't perform here. 
mm-hmm. in Las Vegas, and he didn't. He never has. He never has. Because yeah. one of the things was, I mean, great, they have perfect venues for it. it in the early, you know, back in 2000, it really was the mecca of magic. Yeah. There were some great uh, sleight-of-hand guys working here. He wouldn't oh, come yeah. here because he didn't want to compete with, you know, drunks uh, trying to pick up women, is, is what he said. When I'm trying to do a show, yeah. and, and people are there, oh, yeah, they're there to see the show, eh, but they're there to pick up women. Yeah. And, and that's fine, but so so have a second-rate guy. He doesn't want to perform under those circumstances. Yeah, you know, it, it's it, it is it's it's interesting who has declined to come. I mean, now we have all these residencies, and you know, Gwen Stefani's was a disaster. Which oh, was, was a, that right? Oh, I didn't, yeah, yeah. I didn't. It was uh, you know a, a very talented, uh, you yeah, know, and yeah. her her stint with No Doubt, of course, was was huge. Yeah. But um, yeah, she she thought this was going to be just a, a you know blowout. Couldn't keep a seat in the house, and now they couldn't. They couldn't sell the tickets. Oh. Yeah. Aerosmith's it, tickets went on sale today for their residency starting in next year. Right, yeah. right. You know, and Bruno Mars, his was successful, but I think he, he has such a giant, you know, following. Uh, one would think Gwen Stefani did. I but, would have thought, because Britney Spears did really well here. I, I'm sure the Stefani camp was extremely surprised and, and kind of hurt, you know. That, I mean, what, that's a that's a tough thing to, you know, to deal with. Um, of course, Lady Gaga is coming in. I, yeah. I don't know about her power still. Uh, but see, these are the things though that have come into Vegas that I wonder. You know, is it? Are, are we? Are we just? Is there any old Vegas left? You know, like you said, I, 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 I was another question I was going to ask you is, do you think that the topless performance, the uh, Follies Bergere, uh, Jubilee, Crazy Girls, those are the classics. Um, uh, do you think they got me tooed? I mean, do you, do you think, not necessarily initially that's why they left, but do you think that the reason they're not coming back is because of that atmosphere? Do you think it's because the millennial and sub-millennial and slightly above millennial that they don't want to see this anymore? Well, again, I think it's 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 that corporate mentality mm-hmm. of what's profitable and I need to I need to improve the profit line for the next quarter. Yeah. So, hey, they're doing, oh, over at the Bellagio, we need a water show. Uh, and then somebody else says, hey, they've got that. And there's just no variety. Yeah. You know, that's gone. And yeah, yeah it is a different, it is a lot of the people that would go to the Follies Brigier. We know we sold the tickets. A lot of those people are dead, right? Because they were, they were like, you know, 65, 70, you know, yeah. <laughs> 15, 20 years ago. Right. So either they're too old to come. Um, but yeah, I mean, things change. And, yeah. and, and uh, I know that Las Vegas has, in the past has been very good about, about changing along with it. Yeah. So that it didn't go the way of of Toys R Us or something like that, you know, in terms right. of, of of being that uh, adult Disneyland or big, or adult toy store. But yes, lately I just think that that either the people that they are that they are catering to um, don't have the same interests or they they don't spend the money. I, I even noticed that in my industry in 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 educational publishing. Mm-hmm. When they um, when they uh, passed the what they called no child left behind, which or we called it in the industry no child left untested, the for profit companies, which at that time I worked for McGraw Hill Education, they were licking their chops. Mm-hmm. They thought, oh great, we're going to make a ton of money on this, right. and they didn't. And one of the reasons is, well, who are your customers? Mm. Schools. They don't have any fucking money. 
<laughs> right. Right. They, they could barely pay the teachers. Yes. Yeah. So they, they could barely pay their teachers, and but they are pretty smart. Right. So they're going to find creative ways to make their dollars stretch. They don't necessarily have to go out and buy your stuff, whatever it is you're selling. Yeah. So yeah, we are seeing people, and with virtual gambling and other things, yeah, we look at that and look down our nose at it. But there are other people willing to. Oh, I can. I don't have to go to Las Vegas. I can just sit here on my ass at home. You know, something that 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 sort of just hit me while we were talking is that. Um, uh, kind of stemming from uh, a, something that uh, Mike Rowe from Dirty Jobs, uh, I've watched him on a couple of, uh, of uh, interviews, and he he's talking about um, in his uh, he has a foundation that uh, pays scholarships for individuals that want to get into, for lack of a better term, blue collar type of work, yeah. vocational. Uh, plumber, house builder, carpenter, so on and so forth. Uh, and uh, he, uh, in in talking about this, and talking about the difficulties he has in giving away his money, um, because you know he puts caveats on it. You have to sign what he calls a sweat contract, meaning you got to dedicate yourself to doing this. You can't just take the money and say, "Hey, thanks." Um, you know, he talks about a knowledge base, and it's really interesting if you think about this as it as it applies to Vegas. The, the people have already talked about the decline of gambling and the beginnings of the knowledge base decreasing about gambling. How to gamble. I don't know how to gamble. I don't know how to place a sports bet. I don't have, and then another conversation uh, that was very important. Uh, of course, you know we're, we're going to welcome the Raiders relatively soon. But the NFL leaked out a little bit of information that their viewership is going down. Not significantly enough for them to say, oh, shit. But they said, and it's because they're actually believing that people don't are becoming men, are becoming not so, you know, amazed by football. They don't really understand football. You know, and there's, there's this knowledge base that is suddenly decreasing that's affecting all of us, but especially in Vegas because... You know, we're we're nobody knows how to gamble anymore. Yeah. Nobody, you know, it's like they're not thrilled with football because I have no connection to football. So I'm I'm just wondering, you know, what do you what do you think Vegas should do to course correct, or should should we should Vegas let it happen? You know, should Vegas let this knowledge base just go away and and maybe you know, do you think she should? alter herself for the coming generations or should it battle and try to get back what Vegas used to be? Well, I think, I think it is trying to cater to the coming generations. We talked about this last week with all the esports yeah. that are coming and that that's, I mean, I, I talked to my son about that and he's not interested in it, but he said, Oh yeah, that's going to be really big. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought, Oh, I kind of thought it might probably be just another fad when this generate, the next generation coming along will be, will be sick and tired of it. Mm-hmm. And is it, you know, cause, cause gambling and the games that we know, blackjack, poker, slot machines, even again, you don't need to, you know, a slot machine, you put in a coin and you pulled the handle. <laughs> What's wrong with that? You know, yeah. they've gotten so sophisticated now. They've gotten too many lights. Yeah. It's like, wait a minute, where do I put my money in this fucking thing? You know, <laughs> I just want to, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to give you a quarter yeah. and you don't want it, yeah. you know, because I got to sign up for your club and all this stuff so you can track my play. No, no, no. I'm all, <laughs> I only got a few dollars here. I'm going to, I'm going to throw them away. Right. And right. that's when it was fun. You know, when I could play dime slot machines, because oh, yeah. I know I'm going to lose this 20 bucks, but my, my, what I want to see is how long can I make this $20 last? 
There you and go. that was fun. Oh, yeah. Walked around. I still got them there, Jimmy. There's one right there. Look at it on my desk. What is it? Hard Rock Cafe uh, or hotel. A it's a cup. Dollar coin cup. It's a dollar coin cup. Yeah. I got a whole collection of those. Yeah. That I used to get. And you can't find them anymore. <laughs> okay. Now, what would you uh, put yourself in? You are now going to be John Wynn. Yeah. If you're in charge now with everything the same, the Raiders are coming, the Millennials are here. Me Too is the specter above us. All of the things that we've talked about on the podcast. What would you do to change things for the positive? What's the one thing that where you would say, hey, you'd gather all your VPs together and say, all right, guys, this is it. This is the deal. What, what would you think that is? Yes. If I had that answer and I could sell it to him, I'm yeah. sure I could I could retire. Well, um, what part of Vegas needs to change? I'll make it easier. What 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 do you think? The gambling, the food, the entertainment, the sports? I mean, what what needs to what is going to rescue Vegas and and keep some of the mystique here? I I think I think a return of some of the lost leaders. Yeah. You know, I think some of the, whatever whatever that is, whatever, and someone will be bold enough to do that, right. um, and say, you know, we're going to start giving stuff away, yeah. uh, drinks or whatever. I mean, that was the whole thing with Las Vegas because the rules were different here, uh, even in Nevada, right? I mean, we have legalized prostitution, but 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 there's no there's no drinking r- laws in the sense that they're always open. Mm-hmm. The bars are always open. They don't close like like they do in, in California. They only close between two and six a.m. Whatever. Yeah. So we don't have those laws. And the same thing with gambling. Teach people how to gamble. They yeah. come here, have free class or something like that. You want a free drink? Hey, just sit in. You're playing with house money at first. Okay. To introduce them, and then maybe find out. Hey, you know, now I, I'm not so intimidated by or or going to the sports book and mm-hmm. they seeing the you know the numbers up there well they don't make any sense to a lot of people yeah so so they're you know they come here they're looking and then i think once they experience that thrill and you know how it is of a horse race yeah it's not you have to be a sport that you follow i think i'll, t- I'll i think i'll choose that brown horse right you know and and put money on it and run run <laughs> you know? <laughs> right, <laughs> you know, right. or bingo, yeah. or kino. They always had that. I, I don't see that anywhere. I even go locally in the restaurants. Often it used to be they always had, you know, they always had kino available yeah. in, in in the hotel. So I think that that's something I don't see so much. You know, I, I saw something on Twitter, uh, and it was a comment um, uh, that I, I think carried more weight than than the individual realized. And it was um, uh, the, the Twitter handle at um, just one one. We've talked about that yes. before. Uh, makes some very astute comments and it, very funny, uh, uh, you know, uh, things that he says. But um, made mention of the pools, yeah. and he kind of wishes—not uh, kind of—he absolutely wishes that um, they'd be pools again and not yes. clubs. Yeah. And I think that he hit upon something that is a lot deeper. Uh, than then maybe he re- he realized that is the problem with Vegas. We've made it one big nightclub. Yeah, everything yeah, is a exactly. club. You go to a pool, it's a club. You go to a lounge, it's a club. You go to this, you know, every the food has got to be with the club atmosphere, and it's and it's it, and strip clubs are a club, you know, and it's just all this pounding and, and I love electronic music. I love yeah. EDM. I yeah. love you know uh, the Daisy Carnival, but. And when I say pounding music, I don't mean that. I mean, it's just this driving din of, of sound and you can't, it, 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 there's too many people and everything they're trying to make. It's almost like they're trying to cover up 
whatever their primary goal is. If we're going to have a steak, we're going to cover it up and make it a club atmosphere because maybe the steak's not as good, you know, and, and, you know, the, this, this, the entertainment, it's just, it's all, the Vegas has turned into one big nightclub. Yeah. And I think that if we, and again, it's it's a club. So if you're not in the club, you feel excluded. And I mean, it, it is a club. Anybody can get into it. If you got a if you got a lot of money, yeah, basically, yeah, you know, what was really nice when I went to Psycho Las Vegas last weekend um, is that I, m- I remember thinking that this is a great venue. Las Vegas is a great town for this type of music festival mm. because what you had was over a four day period you had sixty bands, so you had as many as twenty a day. Um, they're in the and there were three venues going and sometimes they're going all at the same time mm-hmm. very often yeah. have, so you had the venue at the pool you have the nightclub which is vinyl in the hard rock and you had the joint which is the bigger it holds 4,000 people right. so the pool as we know it's it's big it's you, you, you can get 2,500 people out there easy. Yeah, I think that's 2,500 is, is maximum. But but yeah, they have, you know, they have the mosh pit. And they have a slosh pit in the pool. <laughs> so it, it, what's nice is that, you know, it's hard to find a venue in other places that have that type of setup. Sure. Where you can have three venues going at the same time and they're not competing with each other in terms of noise. It's not like I can hear. Like you go to a movie theater sometimes and if it's, there's a quiet part in the movie, you can kind of hear what's going on next door. Right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, you don't have that here. Yeah. Um, you see a lot of the, the people who have paid for this have come in for the whole three or four days. They're staying in the hotel. So they've got like three, four thousand people for that. Um, or they're staying, you know... It, they're staying locally and they're, and they're coming to the event. They're mingling e- even with the people who aren't here for the event. Because I remember I had some people asking me a question, what's this big line for? Yeah. I said, well, everybody wants to see uh, Batushka. They're, oh, what? Who? I said, <laughs> Batushka, they're a, they're a Polish black metal band. And, and they've only performed, this is their first tour of the U.S. They've been in New York, Chicago, and Las Vegas. That's it. Oh, and they saw these funny They're seeing some band called Bazooka, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but nevertheless, there's this mingling going on. It was really fun. Yeah. Um, and again, it's the pool and getting back to that where, you know, you don't need to have all this, you know, this, the idea of being exclusive. Yeah, you know? I, I agree. I agree. And, and hopefully, you know, Vegas will take cues uh, from this. Um, you know, there, the exclusivity has its place does have its place here i mean yeah. there, there are certainly some places but there are other places you know but at the same time you know the the what what i never experienced but i there i miss regardless is that the, you know the the level the guest level you know it, you you made an effort when you were here yeah you look good and you had fun and you acted accordingly and 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 people had just as much fun you don't have to be wild yeah. You know, and, and, and what happens here stays here, change the town forever. And that's fine, you know, because the town has to change. Uh, but this this cacophony of, of sound and food and, and and everything else, that doesn't translate to Vegas being good. Yeah, it, it, it translates into Vegas being difficult. You know, it's Vegas is a difficult place. As you said before, it's turned into every other tourist place in the world. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and and that's what I think needs to change. Yeah, and you know, we lose our icons. I mean, people like you, when you when you thought of Las Vegas, you, there are certain people that come to mind: Elvis Presley, Presley, yeah. uh, Frank Sinatra, yeah. and we even you know let's give him his due, Robin Leach, Robin Leach, as it came in, yeah. you know. Um, but now it's just like there really isn't anybody, and the clubs are like, oh, Kim Kardashian is going to be a Dow, you know? It's just right. like go right. back to LA, bitch. Yeah, 
yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, 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 I, I do. I th- there's a mystique that I think if we can achieve it again, uh, Vegas is going to have uh, another heyday. We can welcome the Raiders. We can. We've already welcomed the Vegas Knights, um, and I, I think if we Vegas will will. I'm confident she will shed, you know, the the silly things that are happening, the trendy, nonsensical things that we have, and I think um, I think the pendulum will swing back to what we're speaking of. I really hope so, you know, and I think there's a there's a lot of supporters out there, uh, uh, big Vegas fans, you know, especially with all the podcasts regarding Vegas. Um, I think they would support that as well. Um, you know, not not the least of which are the all the ridiculous charges that that we're incurring right now, or not we, but all the people that are coming in. But I had I have one uh, time for one question here. It came from Philip uh, from WordPress. Good questions, actually. It was a two-parter, uh, and he said, um, "I heard there were uh, wineries in Vegas." And so I'll answer that one qu- uh, quickly. Th- there are not wineries in Vegas. Uh, the The nearest one is in a in a town called Pahrump, yeah. uh, the county of Nye, N Y E. We're in Clark County, um, but Nye County has uh, wineries and brothels. And brothels. It's uh, wineries are intermixed actually with okay. the brothels. I I have been to one winery. I've been to most of the brothels, uh, uh, thanks to a friend of mine who was looking for shot glasses. Uh, but um, the wineries are actually quite impressive, uh, and they produce a um, a small batch uh, of of wines. Uh, not being a drinker, I don't know how they are, but I've heard they were very good. But it's in Pahrump, uh, Nevada, and uh, uh, I highly recommend going out there. They have uh, uh, PGA sponsored golf all over the place in Pahrump. Uh, they even actually have a PGA course that is attached to and associated with one of the brothels, Sherry's. Uh, but uh, the wineries are fantastic out there, and they're good enough to go out and, and uh, you know, and have a tasting and spend the day and have fun. So I recommend that. Philip also mentioned, he said, I had heard they were trying to build a wonderful zoo. And yes, that is actually true. I don't know where it stands right now. We had a tragic tragic zoo is, is it still there i've been there it a is couple not there. Of, oh god that was no, a, it was, kind it of was funny. the las vegas <laughs> zoo uh and it was a little tiny thing and they yes. did have animals uh and for a while it was well cared for but unfortunately it it it, it fell into disrepair mm. uh and they had all kind of financial troubles and they uh, luckily uh the uh the zoo organizations that that are that are throughout the country got involved and got the animals uh transferred out of there because they were they were being mistreated unfortunately mm. but a while back there was a, a hint from the Irwin Foundation Steve Irwin uh, that said they were working on financing and had the partnerships involved that were going to have a large research uh sponsored zoo here in Las Vegas uh, when Philip asked this question, I looked it up, and unfortunately, the information kind of dies out about about six months ago. I can't find any anything regarding that, but I'm going to keep working on that. Uh, I would love to see that. Uh, yeah. The Irwin Foundation does a great job. I, I can't remember the boy's name right now, but Bindi, of course, and Steve's yeah. wife, um, they run this foundation, uh, still highly involved in everything uh, uh, zoological. So... 
I thought that was a fantastic piece of news back in the day, but now, you know, unfortunately, I have not heard anything, but I'll keep working on that. Yeah, I remember going to the zoo at Las Vegas. It was, it was, yeah. was kind of comical. Uh, they would <laughs> they had a big display for a badger. Yeah. And they said it, it came up, it, it was found, you know, it was a rescue badger from... Uh, one of the one of the flash floods, oh. but I couldn't see it. I was there. I spent like ten minutes trying to see it, and I finally asked someone there, "Well, where's the badger?" Oh, it died, you know. And I thought, "Well, why don't you put a sign on it then?" I've been oh. here wasting my time. But what was what was funny was right around the corner from the zoo was Siegfried and Roy's house, and I thought, "Well, geez, they they have more animals in there than they had in the zoo." Yeah, more yeah, exotic the, animals. The Las Vegas, uh, if I remember correctly, uh, you you access it off of Rancho. Yes, off of Rancho yes, Drive. Yes, yes. Uh, which is not near. I mean, it's it's an it's an, a questionable part, questionable yes. part of town. Yeah. Uh, very difficult to get to. A terrible location, and yes, very near to Siegfried and Roy. Yeah. Uh, that area, their of course area was one of the old school um, yes. communities that was really cool. I mean, it was yeah. they had some fantastic looking houses. Uh, Wayne Newton had a house out yes. there and, until he did the Shenandoah. But, um, uh, uh, yeah, so I thought that was, uh, a, what a great question. No, I, I haven't even thought about that in, in several months, but, uh, I hope we do have a zoo. I think that'd be a, that I think would be a wonderful plus to Vegas. Yeah. That would be something that would be a non Vegasy thing that would be welcomed. Um, you know, uh, but I don't know. I don't know how people feel about zoos. You know, I'd love to go to a zoo. I don't know how people that sort of the transient nature of Vegas, that's a family thing. Yeah, it is. You know, yeah, I don't yeah, know. It is. And it's hot. And it's hot. And it's that fur to the animals. Yeah, so. I mean, it, uh, I, Phoenix Zoo, I've spent some quality time at Phoenix Zoo. Uh, equally hot, but um, it is a spectacular zoo. I mean, it's a, but they have, the, they have the funding and they have the research capabilities. So, I, I, you know, I hope it comes. I don't know. But, uh, well, let us know if you have any, uh, you know, comments or uh, I'd, I'd sure love to know everybody's thoughts about, you know, um, what changes you would make to Vegas. Uh, John and I, I, I have definite opinions as, as to what has happened to Vegas. But uh, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, you can contact us at the, uh, the pot bay door LV at gmail.com. Let us know what you think. You know, what changes do you not like? What, what, would you, what changes would you make if you were in charge? Uh, but um, uh, uh, I definitely think there's some, some good things on the horizon. Vegas always makes some uh, interesting uh, turns, you know, in, in its life. And I think there's a really interesting turn coming. We'll see. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if the I don't know if the Raiders will bring that. And, turn, and you know, another uh, another thing that was announced today is that for the Circus Circus is ending um, Fright Night. No, yes, Fright Dome. Fright Dome, sorry. Yes, yeah, Fright Dome uh, around Halloween, which is always really popular. Yes. Um, and they just basically said, now we don't want to have it anymore for whatever reason. So it's been there for 15 years. Um, popular enough. That maybe someone else will pick it up. I hope they do. I hope so. Yeah, yeah our, our our co-host, our lovely co-host Julia, she she loves uh, she loves a good haunted house or yeah. used to, uh, but yeah, Fright Dome, uh, Circus Circus, Circus Circus, uh, amazing. Uh, talk about old school, yeah. lasting, you know, and that you know, that as long was, as it is, and that and yeah, they they, <laughs> they were perfect place for me. They got that they got that, that hideous clown. <laughs> yes, exactly, and they had you know Adventure Dome and everything else. Uh, but uh, see, things are seem things are slowly changing in Vegas. I, I don't I don't want to be so negative as to say it's an erosion, but uh, things are just dropping off the map. You know, we Robin Leach is gone, Fright Dome's gone. I mean, things Vegas is 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 really it's it's kind of like uh, Tom Cruise and 
in the uh, uh, Mission Impossible taking yeah. off the masks. Yeah. You know, I think that's what Vegas is going to do. And, yeah, you better and, get here before it really changes. Yeah, you know? yeah, I think so. you can't so. go back in time. I think so. Well, uh, thanks everybody for joining in and uh, downloading and subscribing. Uh, John and I uh, both hope everybody finds their peace. Uh, and for John, this is Jamie, and we will see you next week. Thanks to everyone listening and watching. You can catch the Podbay Door on the Podbean app or any of your favorite podcast apps, including iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, and Stitcher Radio. You can watch the show on our YouTube channel at the Podbay Door Podcast. Please download, like, and subscribe. Our social connectivity screen is coming up. Check in with us on Facebook, Twitter, and WordPress. The Pod Bay Door is closed and talent is out. Hey, everybody. Thank you very much for tuning into the show. We would love to hear your show suggestions and comments. If you're watching on our YouTube channel, please click to subscribe. You can also connect with us on Facebook using at PBD Podcast, on Twitter using at TPBD Podcast, and on WordPress at thepodbaydoor.wordpress.com.